Every story needs a hero, and every story needs a villain. Welcome to Hero and the Villain. I am Drew. Episode number three, a.k.a. Act Three. As we like to kind of use those movie references, I'm glad you're here. Uh, If you're listening on Spotify, please hit that follow button. I'd love to see uh, the follower numbers go up. The Faithful 14 have been doing their work to promote and tell everybody it's a good podcast, so I appreciate you guys. Uh, Today, we have a very interesting topic that we are hitting on. The last couple uh, episodes, we did a little bit of the introductory, getting to know you, hero and the villain, and then last week, or I say the last episode, we talked a lot about how to identify your villain. So we're going to keep digging in on that one. And today we're going to talk about uh, how people project their villain self onto others in certain situations. Before we do, I want to give two quick shout outs because people that podcast give shout outs to other people. My homeboy, Jeremy Waller, he runs an awesome podcast called Off the Leash. And you can find that. Uh, the Instagram is off the leash lifestyle, and he is a podcasting machine, uh, walking positivity, uh, doing some great things to help people and inspire people. So, uh, he's been doing it for a while. So I want to let him know that I know that, he, that he is just uh, rocking the game when it comes to podcast. Also want to also give a shout out to my homegirl Amanda, who is with Focused on Results Training. Uh, She's doing some fantastic work uh, trying to not only get yours truly in the best shape of his life, I am quickly melting away and my body fat levels are going sub uh, 10 very quick, which is awesome. That's my goal. Uh, But she's also trying to smash the social media fitness machine, which we both agree is bullshit. Uh, that transparent, translucent bullshit known as fitness, social media. Uh, it's, there's a better way to do things. And, uh, we both agree on that. So she's always posting amazing things on that focused on results training Instagram. Uh, if you can go follow her and you'll get schooled, she's smarter than, than a whole university of scientists when it comes to her game. Uh, so check her out. I just gave you a lot of new work, Amanda. Hope you aren't too busy already. Let's get down the fucking bone and start talking about projections. So as it is, projections are more or less ways that people have defense mechanisms to avoid any bad feelings when they are faced with their own faults and weaknesses. This is all a battle. It's an awesome metaphor for self-work and the process of it. So you get a couple quotes today. So we're going to start with one from Carl Jung. They're both going to be from him. He is the father of it all. And he has this really good quote that kind of starts off what I'm going to talk about. The sad truth is that man's real life consists of a complex of inexorable opposites, night and day, birth and death, happiness, misery, good and evil, We are not even sure that one will prevail over the other, that good will overcome evil or joy defeats pain. Life is a battleground. It always has been and it always will be. And if there's ever going to be a metaphor to sum up the persona versus the shadow, the hero versus villain, that would be it. Um, It describes a life in process. It's a metaphor that really 
breaks down how our own self is our greatest ally and our worst opponents and the dynamic between the two um, can always have us moving forward or holding us back. And each person has to contend with the potential of that good and evil that lies within themselves. So our strengths that we have and a capacity for the good to be able to kind of um, defeat the villain once in a while is there or our weaknesses uh, for bad and treachery is very much a product of the battle that we have within ourselves. So when it comes to projections, a lot of people will use projections when facing their own shadow and to avoid further work. And avoidance is the biggest uh, pain in the ass of all self-growth. When we avoid something, we usually hope it goes away. When we avoid something, I think deep down in our unconscious mind, we know it won't. Um, But it's a block that people have in order to not deal with things that they can't control. So when it comes down to projections, being able to project you know, how they feel and can't cope and they project on other people. It's a defense. And a lot of people will use scapegoats, blame uh, as that defense uh, to not face their own bullshit. And it ends up damaging friendships and relationships in the process. So there's work nonstop. There is always going to be work nonstop. So I thought I would let you know a little bit about what these projections can be. And there's quite a few, but I'm going to go over just four. But before I do, um, I figure that it kind of needs its own little introduction before we get to it. So uh, projections themselves are extremely dangerous. Uh, There's a lot of bad in the world because groups of people can project on other groups of people on a smaller scale. One person projecting on one or several people Uh, can just lead to a lot of chaos and um, heartache and turmoil within friendships and relationships, like I said. It's only by withdrawing our projections and becoming aware of the faults that we project onto others can we take those measures in order to uh, become better. The whole thing of shadow integration that I've talked about before, about how much work it is, so much fucking work cannot stress that enough. This is something that people will take years and years to um, improve upon. Um, it's a task that's crucial uh, in the battle for oneself. If you don't confront these things, the unconscious mind, um, because it's constantly under duress by the things we repress, the shadow or your villain is probably doing more damage on a daily basis than you are aware of. A lot of us have this problem where we think what we do on a daily basis is something we have full control over. We don't. A lot of the bad things that we do, the dysfunctional things that we do, that is our shadow screaming to have some attention in order to be worked on. When it does not get that attention, it'll start overrunning parts of your life. And that has to be reiterated any chance that I get. Failure to do so leaves these elements to run rampant and be a complete influence on all aspects of your life. And if you're struggling in life and you have some bad shit going on, 
a lot of people just try to fake it till they make it, which I think is like the worst thing in the fucking world. God, I just cannot subscribe to that at all. That's just denial. That's just avoidance. You can't trick yourself because the more you do it, this is one of those things where it's like you doing exactly that is exactly what your villain wants you to do. Your villain's like, go ahead and ignore me. It's like that Morrissey song. The more you ignore me, the closer I get. That's the villain right there. And this quote by Carl Jung, which I'll read and I'll get to the shadow projections, is fantastic. When one tries desperately to be good and wonderful and perfect, then all the more the shadow develops a definitive will to be black and evil and destructive. People cannot see that. They are always striving to be marvelous. And then they discover that terrible destructive things happen which they cannot understand. And they either deny that such facts have anything to do with them, or if they admit them, they take them for natural afflictions, or they try to minimize them and to shift the responsibility elsewhere. The fact is that one tries beyond one's capacity to be perfect, the shadow descends into hell and becomes the devil. That is a beautiful quote, and that really sums it up. And people that rely too heavy on projection to shield themselves from their villain, um, who never strive to question whether the image that they hold for themselves is perhaps too perfect, go through life forever in need of scapegoats or people to blame all their problems on or in just complete denial with their persona. It's like the people that you know, they have the persona that everything's fine. And then underneath, like you could like look at them and go like, nah, it's fucking not. <laughs> like, it's like somebody stands right in front of you and say, everything's peachy. And you're just like, dude, your shit is bursting out of you. Like, I know people like this. Some people say it's wearing, you know, your heart on your sleeve. Well, that can be true for certain circumstances, but if you got a lot of shit going on and you're trying to project perfection and kind of like a false sense of strength through, through a misplaced sense of self-righteousness, just like the quote said, um, projecting that perfection, uh, which is false, just feeds that villain. So... These projections that we're talking about, these shadow behaviors, let's get to these here real quick. Uh, there's four of these. And real quick here, because I will never, ever, ever proclaim that I am fixed, perfect, or have this all on lockdown 100%, which I don't. My job is doing this is to relay information in a way that you can relate to many, many people. Many people that are in positions to help other people are generally the ones that have the biggest shadow problems because we are constantly trying to help others and we don't leave enough time for ourselves. Therapists, counselors, life coaches, trainers, we're always helping others and we leave ourselves with no time to face our own bullshit. So I was thinking about that the other day uh, when I was at my peak of working at Orange Theory, just the amount of classes I would do. And not necessarily that I was like a mess, but it just felt like I had no time to sit with myself and be able to um, do the things I needed to do. So now I take, I have like 
hours throughout the week, like I'll go down to a, uh, the waterfront and sit for an hour and just zone out and listen to the waves and, and pick something that I know I need to kind of work on and face. And I did it earlier before this and, uh, it was a beautiful day and a very windy day and sat there with it and decided like, huh, this might be a heavy topic for me to get into. And there I was. And those things are important to do, especially if you're in a job where you leave yourself a little time for you while you're trying to help others. I figured I'd throw that out there real quick. So the projections, what we put onto other people, because we're too afraid to face that ourselves, people that harshly judge others, uh, deep down, you fear that others are going to judge you. It's kind of like the bully, the person that gets bullied uh, ends up becoming the bully. Uh, and that's kind of a big one because there's a lot of judgmental people out there. Um, we probably saw tons of them in 2020. So yeah, that one's a big one for a lot of people. Uh, we all know people that are constantly judging others and it can be even done. You have to realize that even when it comes to like kind of snarky, but silly, sarcastic and cynical remarks, that's still judging others, you know, I've been taught recently to back off on judging as best I can and come from a place of curiosity so that way I can learn. Um, my new friend, Jesse, I met yesterday on the trails. Uh, if she's listening to this, thank you for uh, that conversation. That was awesome. Um, we talked a little bit about that. Uh, coming from a place of curiosity means that you're learning. Coming from a place of judgment means that you're not learning. And so when it comes to yourself, if you're judging others, you're learning nothing about yourself at all. And then you're not learning about people or situations. So that's number one. Uh, number two is pointing out ones uh, or, or pointing out others' insecurities when you're actually kind of pointing out your own, you're projecting your own flaws onto other people. Uh, I have done this in the past and it's fucking dumb. <laughs> uh, sometimes, you know, when you're, when you're helping others, you're not doing that. And I'll be clear on that. Um, when, when someone's on some bullshit and you have to say like, yo, you're on some bullshit, you know, that's not, doesn't mean that you're projecting your bullshit onto them by pointing those things out. It means you're actually being a good friend by pointing out their bullshit. Uh, cause people need to be, you know, kind of hit with that from time to time. It's a mark of love, but I'm talking about like, you know, if you're insecure about, oh, I don't know. Um, what's the topic like your body image, you know, and you, you point that out to other people like, Oh my God, this person about their body, blah, blah. You might have that own problem yourself. So when you project your own insecurities on other people, there's a good chance it's actually your own insecurity. And number three, people with quick tempers that fly off the handle real fast and usually will belittle others in smaller positions of power I did talk about this in the first podcast where the Greg or Karen, pick a name, will flip out and the person in target and uh, because that person can't fix their problems. And instead of like trying to like speak with somebody that could, they just yell at that person instead. Uh, so that's, that's one way people will project. And that kind of ties into the people in customer service positions often have the darkest shadows. Um, the risk is always high when you're fighting the front lines and you get that first line of customer service anger. You're the first one to kind of, you know, take it on the chin. And then finally, uh, playing the victim. Uh, I have dealt with this, uh, 
last year with uh, someone close to me. And in the past, in my youth, fortunately, I played the victim and, you know, fucking bullshit when you're young and, <laughs> oh, to be young and stupid. Um, but yeah, people that play the victim often prevent uh, uh, their persona from being exposed. People can't see what's behind it. Uh, they don't want to be seen as bad. They don't take responsibility, uh, but they'll cause havoc and use the victim card as a means of chaos, which will just usually burn all bridges within their you know, families and friendships. So there's four ways people end up projecting onto others. Now, real quick before we go and finish up this episode, there is this really interesting thing that uh, I found from a psychologist on how to kind of figure out when we are projecting on other people. Uh, so it's a matter of whenever a projection is being involved uh, or we're using it on other people, it gets us, it gets under our skin. Our reaction is effect determined and we are therefore unable to react uh, adequately to a person or a situation. It's one of the basic laws of the psyche, which without exception is hundred percent foolproof. Uh, when there's an uncomfortable situation, when it's occurring and we want to know in what way we we are held responsible. There's a process for it. So we simply need to verbalize what gets us and the other person. We might say that's like, Oh, that person over there is like completely narcissistic and I can't, Oh, I can't stand them. You take out the, that person and replace it with I am or my complex is like, and we have kind of a description of the process at work. Uh, if a person or thing, if that environment informs us, uh, we probably aren't projecting, but it affects us. Chances are we are a victim of our own projections. So it's definitely can be complex. Um, though I explained the four types uh, in pretty simple terms, it's very much so if you find yourself like going after a group of people or going after somebody, uh, it's a good time to stop, put on the brakes, and you can do self-work right there and go, huh? Like, okay, do I really feel that about that person? Or is this my shadow kind of getting after me? And really that's where I think the work starts for me. I'm always kind of reviewing my day and kind of keeping track of moments when I'm doing this stuff, whether it be driving home at night from work or sitting down with my day planner, what I did during the day that could be a projection and it's really easy to, to let those things happen and not know. Like I said, it happens all the time throughout the day without us knowing, just reacting instead of stopping and breathing. Um, we all do it. So that would be a good bit of homework for you to do in the next few days before the next podcast is if you can pump the brakes and not react to situations right out of the gates and give yourself a minute to like take a big deep breath and kind of think about what you're going to say. That's a good start for getting a handling on those projections. Cause a lot of people are kind of in a rush and with everything. So it's best to kind of slow down a little bit, take a deep breath and really know what you're about to say and make sure it's coming from either a good place like your persona or if the villain has a hand in it. And that is a good step in becoming aware of what your villain is doing. So that's that topic for today. Uh, we, of course, will elaborate more on this in future episodes, but it's a good start. Episode number three in the books. 
Hero and the Villain, I am Drew, and we will be back soon with episode number four. Until then, have that courage to start doing a little bit of work on yourself with this, and I guarantee uh, you'll start feeling just a little bit better knowing that you're taking that initiative. Until then, we shall talk soon. <laughs>